This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Hi, welcome to Brian C. Pusley's Safe Haven Podcast. I am your host, Reverend Brian C. Pusley. I'm coming to you today, hopefully and prayerfully everything is going well. Um, as of this uh, recording, it's a couple more days until the election. I pray that everyone gets their vote out there. Uh, no matter who you uh, support, please uh, get out there and vote. Your voice is important, no matter what you may think or may believe. Um, also, uh, today, I also want to send out prayers to those who uh, passed away. Um in the uh, entertainment world, I know that uh, Sir, the great Sir Sean Connery uh, passed away at 90 years of age. He was a wonderful actor, one of my favorite actors um, of all time. James Bond, Henry Jones, um, and many other characters. I just wanted to send out prayers to his family. If, um, if, if this uh, podcast happens to reach all the way out there to where his family is, it happens to be and they just stumble upon this podcast I'm just uh, keeping uh, your family lifted up in prayers um, today's message is uh, going to be a very good one I pray that uh, it is going to touch and bless all that listen I'm also praying that you guys are spreading the word about this podcast I mean I appreciate all the support I can get be it from monetary to to just getting the the listeners in we'll talk about monetary in the in the, in a future podcast but for right now i'm just trying to get the message out guys um today's text is going to be real real brief it's coming from uh the letter of romans uh eighth chapter i'm going to be uh coming from the 31st verse i'm reading this to you from the New Revised Standard Version, and it reads as follows. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, right now we just want to pray that this message, this message that is about to come to you is a word that is delivered from you up on high, O Heavenly Father. Empty out your messenger right now and fill him up with your Holy Ghost right now, Heavenly Father. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, my Lord and my most blessed Redeemer. In your Son, Jesus' name we pray, amen. The name of the subject today is For You and By You. For You and By You. You know, when I when I read this scripture, a lot of people read uh, a lot of Romans and they quote a lot of scripture. I, I hear that a lot, and um, I was hearing that in a message I heard earlier today. And you know, a few things that we talk about is is one of the many quoted ones is a uh, few verses before this one. Uh, we know that all things work together for good. Those who love God who are called according to his purpose. That's a good one. That's a very good one. The one that I hear a lot and the one that I I pray on and meditate a lot, believe it or not, is is the is part B of this verse that I quoted to you this 
just earlier, which is if God is for us, who is against us? You know, that's deep. I mean, a lot of us don't look at it like that. We don't we don't go deep with it. We we just look at it and say, if God is for us, who is against us? That's about it. You know, it's kind of like you say it empty. When you say it as an empty platitude, that's what it is. Empty platitude. You know, it's not you have no meaning behind it. You know, a lot of people want to know what about these things that have been said before now? Well, you have to read the entire you have to read. First off, you should read the entire letter of Romans in general. But in terms of what we were reading, catching up with in this chapter, we have to go all the way back to the beginning, you know, because it first off, because if you break it down into sections, it's kind of like one section from like verses one through 17 is like the life in the spirit and verses 18 through 30 is the future glory. And from the one that we start at in verse 31 to the to the end of this chapter, 39 is about God's love in Christ Jesus. Excuse me. Um, the One of the things that I like about it is when you go all the way back up to the top, I one, one verse that sticks out to me and always does stick out to me, and it did when I was younger and I always thought about it and, and did not understand it. But as I'm maturing in my faith and in my walk, I'm beginning to understand it. Verse 9 says, But you are not in the flesh, you are in the Spirit. Since the Spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. You know, at first I never understood that because I got hooked up. I got hooked on flesh. You know, I got hooked on that. I was like, but, but you are not in the flesh. Huh? You are in the Spirit. You know, when we walk every day, we, I'm like, I got flesh on me, don't I? Right? Right? You know, you know that's the first thing you think. You're like, don't, don't I have flesh? I mean, isn't this body made of flesh? But then when you think about it, when it says you are in the spirit, but you're not in the flesh. In other words, you're not going to be sentenced to what your flesh is trying to do to you. In other words, your flesh might cause you to do some things that you know you that is wrong. But, you know, in the spirit, the spirit is helping you overcome that. Now, that's not saying you're not going to do something wrong in the flesh. I'm not going to come out here and say that we all should be perfect. We're not perfect. We're not perfect beings. We're all sin- sinful beings. But, you know, when you think about it, when you go beyond that, right, when you get beyond that, that thought, that thought pattern, then you begin to realize that the Spirit of God dwells inside you. Now, what are you going to do with that? Are you going to activate it or are you going to leave it deactivated and you're just going to go around saying, you know, <laughs> I'm of the flesh. You're going to live in the flesh. You're going to do whatever the flesh tells you to do, right? Now, don't always do what the flesh tells you to do because sometimes that flesh is going to tell you to do things you shouldn't be doing. Why am I putting this poison in my body? Why am I doing that? So I can just feel good for like a couple minutes, a couple hours. But technically, you're not going to feel good. Matter of fact, that's a temporary goodness. That's a temporary thing. That's a temporary solution to a permanent situation. Don't want that. I wouldn't want that. I don't know about you, but that's not something I would want. And then when you think about it, you wonder about these things. And then as it goes on, let me see, as it goes on, in verse 10 it said, But if Christ is in you, though the body is in the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. That's another one that I didn't understand. And some days I still don't understand it, but you know what? I keep praying that I do. And 
one of the things is the Holy Spirit has got, you know, like it says in one of my commentaries, it says that the Holy Spirit, for verse 11, says the Holy Spirit is God's guarantee of eternal life for those who believe in him. In other words, if you truly, 100% unequivocally believe in him, you, you're, you're good. You're good. You're good. But if you don't, you're wavering. Not as good as you want to be. Now, I'm not saying not saying it won't be good, but it's just not as good as it could be. Maybe that's what I'm saying. You know, and maybe that's maybe that's where I'm trying to go with that. But, you know, it all comes right back to where we are today, where we are with the text today. You know, because we can go a little bit further than verse 31. I, I, verse 31 uh, stood out to me, but we can go a little bit further where, you know, where in verse 32 it says, he who did not, he who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? In other words, God gave us his son, and he gave him up for us. That's deep. That means he gave a piece of himself, a big piece of himself, and said, here, I'm doing this for you. You know, that, that's just a lot, you know. And um, I know one of the first things that sticks out to me in this message with For You, you also got to realize something. And because, number one, your enemy is not your enemy. You know, when you think about it, you, you first thing you're saying to me, Rev, Rev, what do you mean my enemy is not my enemy? Well, think about it. If, if you're really walking the walk, the walk and the talk of uh, being a, a a Christian. First things first. They're not hating you. You are not the actual enemy. They looking inside you. They see, they see your potential. They're an enemy of who whose you are. They're not an enemy of you. They're not. They're not hating on your family member. They're not hating on your dad for for whatever. They're not hating on your earthly dad. They're hating on your godly father. That's who they're hating on. Then that's who they're looking at when they, when they, uh, when they're your enemy. They're not your enemy. So your enemy is not your enemy. Your enemy is someone who's who's defying, trying to defy God. And the only way they feel like they can attack God is to attack you. It took me a long time to figure this part out because you know what? This point right here is probably for me because I think about it in the past. Look back. All the times that I've been dissed, rejected, ejected, or felt like I was getting any of these things, it, and people slighting me and all this stuff. No, they weren't slighting me. They were slighting God because they saw the potential that I have to do great things in His name, in God's name. They saw that, and they wanted to strike me down in the only way they could see fit. Strike me down with this, with relationship woes. Strike me down with job prop issues. Trying to make sure that I can't, my schedule will never meet, match up so I can be able to do what God has called me to do. And many other things. People always saying, oh, you're not good enough. You're not this. You you have to have this status to be uh, considered blah, blah, blah. You need you need this this piece of paper in order to be able to sit up here with the, with the rest of the big boys and girls. Instead of looking at the call and looking at the fact that God is qualifying me to do what I'm supposed to be doing. I mean, it took a long time for me to figure this out. 
Matter of fact, I'm even on here right now. And I'm finally trying to figure it out. I'm still figuring it out day by day, minute by minute. Matter of fact, as I'm talking to you right now, I'm still trying to figure this thing out. But you know what? One thing I did figure out, that my enemy is not even my enemy. Matter of fact, the person that doesn't like me is not the per- is not disliking me. They're disliking the God within me. And that's what I'm trying to bring out to you guys right now. You know, this this is big stuff. I and it's it's a miracle. And it's a miracle that I'm figuring that out. And and the more I think about it, that is that's that's saying something. That's saying something right there. God God is good when you when you really think about it. So in addition to the fact that your enemy is not your enemy, you also got to realize in point number two, this your battle isn't your battle. That's right. This isn't your battle. Because think about it. As we go on, it says in uh, verses 33 and 34, they said, who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus who died. Yes, who was raised who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. See, that's why your battle isn't your battle. Matter of fact, this is, this is a battle between, between the forces of good and evil. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your point of view, you just happen to be a part of this, but you just did not realize what your part was. You see, a lot of us don't know what our part is in this battle. A lot of us want to think that, oh, I'm the general. No, you're not the general. Maybe you're a captain or a corporal or somewhere, a brigadier general or somewhere. You're, you're close, but you're not the general. That's between God and Jesus. That They're the ones that are in charge of this. They are trying to help lead the way so we can find the way to be a part of his team. To, to make sure that we all are on the winning side. A lot of us want to jump ship because we don't understand what we're going through. So we just jump ship right away. Guilty. I'm guilty. I know many of y'all may be guilty of jumping ship before it was time or even prematurely. You know, you jump ship from something. You jumped out of a relationship. You jumped out of a job before or you jumped out of school before fulfilling any part of the potential of any of it. And and if anyone's like me, I know I go around saying I have no regrets. I have regrets. But you know what? I don't regret. Here's the thing. When I say I don't regret and I know I have regrets, I say I don't regret the emotion I felt. I may regret making a decision without consulting my general, without consulting my father, Heavenly Father, without talking to him and really trying to gain understanding of what I was supposed to accomplish in that moment. It's not to say that I won't ever accomplish what I was, what I jumped from. It's just I'm going to have to go through a different set of trials, different sets of tribulations to get there. That's what it means when he says your battle isn't your battle. But now also in conclusion, we come to this part in the end. Verse three, I, I mean, point three. Where it says, in addition to your enemy is not your enemy and your battle isn't your battle. How about this one? You're not in this alone. 
You are not in this alone. Because like it said in, in uh, part B of verse 34, it says, it is Christ Jesus who died. Oh, yes. Who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? In verse 35, will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You see, nobody's going to separate us. It goes on and on in verse 39, and it ends. Nor, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Meaning, he's with us throughout every trial and tribulation. He is with us through every battle. He's with us through every breakup, every separation, everything that we going through. Every, I know a lot of people out here right now are probably hurt, depressed. They probably have lost loved ones this year. Back to back to back to back. I lost a loved one earlier this year. Man, I I lost a couple of them. You know, and, and in general, that hurt. You know, it hurt me, especially when one of them did not have to go the way they went. I'm not going to share the details. Anybody who knows me knows me, knows that when I lost a family member to violence of the worst kind, the worst kind, it hurt me. Matter of fact, that really threw me for a tailspin. Because that person is was, was a person who sworn to protect people. And they couldn't even, and, and the sad thing is they couldn't even protect their own selves in the moment that they needed to be protected the most. Not going to question the person's choices of who they were with or who they should not have been with. That's not my call. But my thing was, it made me think about things that I had never thought about before. Made me wonder, what am I doing that's, that's throwing me off the course? Will make me feel like I'm off the course. Was I going to continue to be weighed down by an occupation that would not allow me to do the call that I had received at a young age? That's what it made me think. That's what it made me think and made me feel. But you know what? In the end, I prayed on it. I did. This time I consulted my general. I consulted my heavenly father. I consulted him. And he told me, he told me, good servant, it is time for you to move. I'm like, really? Because <laughs> I was like, all this, all this time I told you I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. He said, man, I gave you an opportunity. But you, had, you, you made a decision because you did not want to regret it this time. You did not want to regret walking this time. You decided to find out if you, could, if you were really qualified for the position. You found out that you were qualified. If they don't respect you, you must move. I don't know who that message is for right now, but I know there are a lot of people that I know that are working in a profession, in an occupation that they don't feel comfortable in, but they are timid in wanting to move because of their responsibilities. Hey, I have responsibilities too. I may not have as many responsibilities as you, but I do have responsibilities. But you know what? I stepped out on faith. And you know what? I feel better inside. I had a lot of anxiety going in to coming into 2020 before COVID, but you know what? And some are during the early moments of COVID, I had a lot of anxiety, but guess what? I took a step out on faith and guess what? My anxiety is 
dialed down. As a matter of fact, it's almost gone now. I may still have it. Maybe I may have a little lingering effects. They'll come in and come and go every now and again. But guess what? I'm not feeling what I was feeling at the beginning of this year. I wasn't feeling what I was feeling at the, at the ending of last year. That's because I turned it over to God. See, what is for you and by you, it is also by you. Because guess what? God has got you. God has got you. And don't forget that no matter where you are, no matter what you do, no matter who you speak to, you continue to walk in that faith and walk in that in that glow and that glory that is God has given you. You are blessed with a purpose. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Nobody tell you otherwise. Don't let a pastor uh, talk you down. Don't t- let them talk your call down. You have a call to do something great in God's name. You go ahead and you do it. Don't let that man put a, strike a finger on a hand on your face or your body. If he's not there to caress you and hold you and hug you and and lift you up, don't let him tear you down. Don't let no woman castrate your manhood either. She was not born a man, so she should not be talking to you. And if she's with you, she should not be scolding you and treating you like she's the man and you're the woman. I'm not, that's not me going up against LGBT. That's just me talking about L-O-V-E. Period. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for the message. Thank you for the messenger. Pray that this word can, uh, lifts up someone right now, Heavenly Father. Pray that you just lift, continue to lift up the messenger, oh, Heavenly Father. Keep him lifted up. Keep him girded up. Keep him, keep him out of harm's way, oh, Heavenly Father. Pray that all those that listen to this have a blessed week in all that they do. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. Um, for uh, a short, uh, quick message. Bless you. When we come back, we say hello, hello to you again. Well, guys, hi there. I'm Brian C. Busey again for Safe Haven Podcast. Just want to let you guys know that we will be back on the next one. It's going to be more, more topics. Hopefully, uh, we get some uh, feedback in the future. I don't know exactly how we're going to do that right now, but I know that when we get that opportunity, you all will be the first to know. All right, guys. In the meantime, you be blessed. Never be stressed. And oh yeah, check out all the former podcasts that I've done in the past. We talk about all the great ones. Talk about the music podcasts, uh, um, some of the shutdown podcasts, you name it. You listen to it, guys. You're doing me a grand favor. Also, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, check out anchor.fm for more information. Yeah, I'm doing a little free sponsor thingy 
thing. I actually am a sponsor kind of guy. You know, I get I got to get the bills paid a little bit. I got to do this a little bit more than I normally do. And no, this little segment here that I'm recording has nothing to do with that. I just wanted to do that so I can add another sponsor segment so I can make more money. All right, guys. You want to make money. I want to make money. You want to reach out to people. I want to reach out to people. Cool. Cool. Peace. This was an LTD Entertainment presentation.